0: What is going on everybody? This is your boy Mr. Check and uh, this is going to be episode of the podcast. Uh I'm here with Gav McShooter, Fatal and
1: Effect, And uh we're gonna start things off with uh Gav and he has some things to discuss about uh Yay. Uh but before we get into that <laughs> uh before I forget, uh what have you guys been up to, and uh, what have you guys been playing?
2: Uh, it's mostly been fighting games and strategy for me. Um, Street Fighter Five is getting a new update on Valentine's Day, so I've been kind of preparing for that. And then uh, recently been deep diving into Total War Three Kingdoms. Uh, they had an update just about a month ago, and... Uh, Brought some new changes to the game. So I've been
3: deep diving into all of that.
2: Ida, what about
1: you, man?
3: Uh, uh, just with the new 2020 updates on Rust. Definitely been playing that, trying to see what all's new. Especially with the new February update for the 6th. And for the um, new uh, updates coming to Forza. I've been going on the seasons lately. And trying to update my screen a whole lot with the screenshots and screenshots that some of my fans send me as my wallpaper background. So that's mostly what I've been up to. Oh yeah.
0: About you, effect. Destiny,
1: destiny, destiny. Whole lot of destiny and Subnautica, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> Anything specific you've been doing <laughs> in Destiny? Um, trying to get my light
2: level higher. All right. And what are you at right now? Nine thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Kind. I feel like a constant struggle in that game. I
1: felt it was pretty easy. Um, yeah. Well, you spent money on the game. <clears throat> well, it's not fair <laughs> <way> to win.
3: <laughs> well, no, you bought DLC. I don't have DLC to get more. So. Um, I can't wait to get the DLC, though, to be honest. I actually want to see what Forsaken has, because I didn't really get to play it back then. Oh, you it's get sold. to watch okay. Cade die. Uh, oh,
1: why you gotta spoil it for him man
3: yeah he knows (sighs) kate's dead (laughs) yeah
1: uh well uh me personally i've been playing a lot of destiny uh anybody who watches my streams know that is pretty much all i play um i play a little bit of call of duty uh not a lot um mainly mainly destiny um Working on getting my Legend rank right now. I'm on the last step for Not Forgotten. Uh, I started that quest kind of late. It fabled, actually, uh, a month before Shadowkeep came out. So I got my Luna my mountaintop. Um, what else have I been doing? Uh, trying to piece together a squad to do a raid.
0: Um, I haven't done a raid since uh, Leviathan on place 4. Uh, so... going to be together on one uh <clears throat> what else uh i guess uh from there we can uh walk right into
1: uh, the twab uh
3: i do have who? a question though at least for effect because i was just looking at the what? subnautica oh that actually looks that looks good
1: you haven't played like, oh, yeah, that it's before fun.
3: no i've never played that it's,
1: it's like arc but underwater
3: oh okay
1: it's all underwater. Oh, wow. I've heard of some pretty good things. I heard it's really horribly cool. optimized. So. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: what I, about I hear
1: it's a very. Wise? Uh, graphics wise, it looks good, but I hear from what I've heard and yeah. watched on YouTube that even on high end graphics cards, it is horribly optimized.
3: Uh, yeah. It works. Just game.
2: once you get later into the game and you go down a thousand meters under the water and it's everything's tough.
3: trying to load. Yeah,
1: so I've kind of stayed away from it. Um, I've never I,
3: even seen much about it. Like I've s- seen it up on like the I think it's Game Pass, which by the way has so many games that you could play for very cheap. I've been on a lot of those trying they, of those too. Have well. they
1: added new games to it? Oh yeah.
3: Um, I'm trying to have it load right now. But uh, what was just added? The ones I've actually been playing. I wanted to go back and play some old school. The Saints Row, reelected. Yeah. I, I had to go play that. I know it's so. Cartoony, it's not like Grand Theft Auto, I get that. And then it's over the top, but it's fun, yeah. And then Crackdown, I played Crackdown when I was young. I saw it on the Game Pass and I had to download that one.
2: Mm -hmm. I have to check that out. They kind of treat that like they treat gold, don't they? They add new games once or twice a month, just about. Yep, Uh,
3: some of them will come out if you have gold, you'll get the games that come out for the free. And then Mm -hmm. if you have the actual pass, you have all the ones that are allowed, so to say, to be on PC because it's just all console, Right.
0: That's pretty cool. I'll definitely check that
1: out. Alright, so let's discuss TWAB. Uh, Those of you who are um, born on a different planet, or do not play Destiny, (laughs) um, the TWAB is a weekly article that comes out from Bungie, uh, discusses uh, what is currently going on in the game what is coming to the game, and any upcoming changes or hotfixes to the game. Uh, so this week, uh, the TWAB came out on February 6th, and uh, they gave a little update on the Empyrean Foundation, uh, which has uh, three tiers, I believe, are unlocked. Uh, so far, they're working on the fourth tier, and I believe it's uh, 2 0.2 uh
0: fractaling that they need and give us a second. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot of zero. My whole goddamn setup just got... One second while we try to figure out what the hell happened. Alright, that works. Uh, sorry for that, guys. Um, <clears throat>
1: my, uh, computer did some weird shit with Streamlabs. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, so, the, uh... The current amount that they're shooting for right now as a community as a whole within Destiny uh is uh two point two billion. Uh that's what they're uh, pushing for. <clears throat> and uh for those of you who are wondering what the secret oh. achievement was uh for the
0: Savior Seal, uh the Imperium Foundation i'm uh, um, to their uh, um, uh savior seal. Sorry, I'm about to say I'm broken.
1: Um, Next week, we have uh, Crimson Doubles. Uh, so I'll be streaming uh, quite a bit of that. Uh, it's pretty much a 2v2 uh, Crimson match uh, in the Crucible. And the way it works the is the closer you stay to your teammate, faster your abilities regen. The farther you separate from your teammate, the slower they regen, until the point where they don't regen at all. And the enemy team can for every movement like balls.
0: Mm.
1: Uh some of the rewards for the uh events is going to be sparrows, emotes, uh shaders. Uh they have a bow that came out last year, so if you haven't gotten that yet, uh you can continue grinding out. Gotta get that. Uh also Uh, Next up on the TWAB, we actually have uh, a new season coming out next month. Rumor is that it's called Season of the Worthy. Um, And so they've been changing meta every season. or Quote-unquote changing meta. Uh, This season is uh, Sidearms are the meta. Next season, uh, from what I can gather, it's going to be Swords. Uh, Swords currently... Uh, have uh, heavy ammo, as uh, your, your, I guess, uh, ability to be able to use them uh, is dictated by how much heavy ammo you have. Uh, so next season they're going to be doing away with that, from what I understand, and it's going to be all energy uh, in your melee slot, and it's going to be going to regenerate. Uh...
0: So I guess they're doing away with heavy ammo, I can actually read it quote for quote, second.
1: Uh, so swords, sword energy, swords now have their own reserve of energy that recharges naturally on its own and is not, con- not to be confused with ammo capacity. This energy will overtake your melee slot while you're wielding a sword and is spent on various actions. Guarding now uses sword energy instead of consuming ammo. Different guards have different consumption rates, damage resistance, and behaviors. So be sure to experiment and find a guard type you like. You'll still need at least one ammo to begin guardian, though. Uh, back during the season of the Drifter of the Stronghold Exotic for Titans was introduced. Uh, allowing them to guard with relative impunity and opening up a more interesting opportunity for swords to shine in a variety of content. Which caused us to take another look at the guard function itself. Although the guard function has always existed, it was never really considered worth the cost.
0: Uh, light
1: attacks. Grounded light attacks for all swords when I loop for an infinite combo, and all swords can now cleave. Just aggressive frames.
0: Mm. Um, heavy attacks now consume sword energy. Um, so, from what I'm
1: understanding, uh it seems like light attacks will use sword ammo
0: and heavy attacks will consume sword energy. Um
2: Okay. And apparently no. Go ahead. It, well it sounds like it's gonna eat into your actual melee resource. Like your actual it's gonna eat up your actual ability is the way that it sounds like. Yes. It's uh taking the... up your melee spot.
1: The way it sounds like it uh it says that the the more energy you have, the better the attack. So to me, it sounds like that uh, it's going to be regenerating your your melee ability slot, and if you have a mm-hmm. fully charged ability slot, do more the max amount of damage. With the heavy attack,
3: and it says all swords can like cleave too. So um,
0: be
2: interesting to
3: see a katana do. Cleaning motion, yeah,
2: right.
0: (laughs)
1: Top of the head. Uh, we also got some hot fixes coming out.
0: Uh, and uh, give me a second, I can tell you when they come out. Um, so, uh, some known issues about the uh, Crimson Day
1: is uh, players will be unable to accept Lord Shaxx's Fire of the Crimson Day emblem if they already have this emblem in the Uh, deleting the emblem will allow them to accept the new one and complete the welcome to the milestone. Uh, So if you got the emblem from what I'm understanding from last year then you need to delete it in order to get the new one. I don't know why they have a bug but then again it's Bungie so uh, they seem to have bugs almost on a basis.
2: Interesting. (laughs) Like Telesto.
1: But we won't talk about Telesto because that is a toxic subject that I have no
2: Telesto isn't even a bug. It's just broke. Uh, <laughs> it, it is the bug. Kind of like the colony was when it first dropped.
1: I just, I, I don't understand it. <laughs> I, we it, talk it. about
2: Lord of Wolves. Like, why is that still as strong
1: as it is? Yeah. I feel like it only got, I feel like it fell off the map when they nerfed it. And then they came out with the catalyst for it. And now it's just, it
0: back to being. Lord of Wolves, I, I don't like playing against it. I hate playing against. It. Um.
1: So I guess we, from the twelve, we can go into uh, thought thoughts on the state of the game, uh, particularly PvP. Uh, what is everybody th- everybody's thoughts on it?
0: Skill based matchmaking ruined Crucible for me.
1: Okay. Are we talking Are we talking every aspect of Crucible or just uh, quick play?
2: Mainly survival,
1: mm.
2: because it takes me twenty minutes to find a damn game now.
1: Oh, how are you? I feel like they need to turn it down a little bit. I don't mind it competitive. Um, I just feel like they need to turn it down a little bit and have better matchmaking as far as location goes. Uh, my biggest issue with competitive is the higher that I get in the survival playlist, uh, the farther away I'm matching against. Um, I've, I, I find that, especially when I'm playing outside of peak hours, I'm matching against people in countries, um, I'm matching against people that are, aren't even in the United States, and I, I'm running into at least, maybe every, every other match to every three matches, I'm running into somebody who's glitching all over the map, I can't kill him, or it, it's a delayed kill and I still get killed uh whereas if there wasn't a delay then i would have gotten a kill and i probably wouldn't have died um
3: so it sounds like they need to run it like a uh a pinged by server or at least have it set to where because you can have a set ping depending on the group that you're playing with or if you're even playing solo depending on your network and as that if they're just doing like a average ping out you could be joining from people all over but, like, on most servers for some of the games that I play, they do uh, have it to where you can't really ping jump like that. they will keep you in the same area like, same location, so to say. Yeah. But that's weird that they do that. And
1: in CSGO, you can set a max ping for a matchmaking. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I think I think if they added some options uh, to kind of set the parameter uh, for where you're matchmaking at, I think it would make uh, life, the quality of life and a lot better. Um, I, like I said, my biggest issue right now is connectivity uh, to the game. Um, I know we've all experienced getting booted from the game and having them loaded in. <laughs> you booted from the game yeah. and it tells you uh, you quit a competitive match. And sitting in, the, in orbit going, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, and it's not just Crucible that does that. You know, I can load into the tower, I can go play camp. Almost every activity in the game i'm getting kicked not not on a not on such a basis that i'm not able to play the game but it happens enough where you know it's an issue right
2: um personally i don't i don't play as much as i definitely used to i rarely booted up at all but i had a recent uh recent happening kind of like that where i loaded into the tower and it was just me the tower is a very big and lonely place when there's no <laughs> robots <throw> <laughs> to interact
1: with. I, I, my personal favorite is when you spawn into the tower and there's nobody there, and not it, vendors included. There's no vendors, it's just a ghost town. So it's, it's a concern for me because if the rumors are true and they're
0: bringing out trials and we're having another delay in. With uh, the pod, I have to figure that out exactly causing that. I'm getting massive frame droppage.
2: Was uh, people were like literally ddosing people to get extra wins on their way because I think it was nine wins back in the Destiny 1 days, whereas when Trials of the Nine came out, they went from nine wins to seven wins, which was a little, little awkward or a little odd, but it was a larger game mode just because you had one person on both teams.
1: I'm just kind of excited for Trials, personally. I'm excited that it's coming back. Absolutely. I just want them to really take a look at Crucible and kind of give it some love. Um, I feel that in... What was it season eight uh, when season eight dropped? I anywhere near the amount of love that it, sh- it should have gotten. Um, I think there's too many playlists for Crucible right now. Way too many things. I mean, it's just a cluster of random ass game modes. I think they should have a quick play and a competitive, and maybe a rotating game mode uh, every week. I don't think they should I was have the say amount. Like weekly. Yeah, my my issue is, I understand their their want to put skill based matchmaking in quick play, prevents teams from going in there and just pub stomping. But at the same time, everything becomes a sweat fest and uh, just the the tanks the quality of life tanks for that.
2: Now, Um, what season are they in now?
1: I believe it's season nine. Uh, I I could be behind. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's season nine next next. Season.
2: Well, I do. We're in remember, season of the dawn right now. Yeah, I, I do remember seeing and hearing that. Uh, they did let their their head designer for PvP, like the head head honcho that was doing all the balancing and stuff. They ended up letting him go within the last year i think i can't remember the guy's name for the life of me but i've seen him in plenty of the of the streams and whatnot and that was a big concern for me because that that is all i do in destiny whenever i do play it is pvp so when you let the guy that is in control of the main activity that i play when he's gone and it's you know, it's nothing but raids and strikes and vanguard duties. Um people supporting that and uh like like you're saying, like you're alluding to, the the balance gets thrown off.
0: Yeah. Uh
1: another thing that I don't really particularly like is uh the nerfing of the pinnacle weapons. Uh I know I'm a a small minority on that. Um but I feel like all the work that people did trying to get to those pinnacle weapons just for them to get nerfed later on down the road um, and it's not just PvP or, or pinnacle weapons that suffer this, uh, you know, that's uh, exotics uh, so many exotics are useless uh, We don't have the majority of them because they're just there's so many other options that make that exotic obsolete
3: Um. So they just sit in our bank and rot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. If
3: you want to keep them, or if you want to dismantle, I always sit in my collection. Yeah, I
1: dismantle about eighty-five percent of my exotics or legendaries that I get because I pretty much have a set loadout that I use, whether it's (laughs) PvE or PvP, because there's just nothing else that uh. Rides my interest or makes me think that it can. Especially when it comes to playing in PvP, like meta, you know, if you're not rocking a hand cannon, shotgun, or a hand cannon fusion rifle, or pulse rifle for those dad gamers out there, and uh, or the um the other one that I'm missing gamers. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I use pulses. I don't I don't have an issue with them. I like them. Uh, I even try to run a double hand cannon loadout. I tried running the sidearm loadout. And it works outside of survival. If you run with that in a survival match, you're going to get it
2: put. Yeah. Um, I'm sniper hand cannon, like, constantly.
1: Hell yeah. Uh, I've been running uh, Outlast and Thorn where I run. Uh, because I, th- I think Thorn has a great time to kill, especially if you get the damage buff. And uh, Outlast because... With that, Outlast? I like the Outlast, <laughs> man. I, with a 540 rounds per minute, really uh, nope. makes that thing. Three hit. pull hedge type. Pretty much. I, uh, I like it. It uh, kind of took the place of Blast Furnace for me. Blast Furnace mm-hmm. was my original uh, go to pulse rifle. Um, I've recently tried to use Bygones. Uh, I know everybody says it's great and everything. I just, something about it doesn't feel right for me.
2: Bygones is too slow for me. I see. I'm. I just.
1: I don't like the sights on it. I think that's my issue. Um, like I like. uh, I like. I like. Um, blast furnace sights. I like outlast sights, and I like. Not like I love last perdition sights. (laughs) Um, those are pretty much my go-to scout rifle. Or um, sorry, pulse rifles. Uh, scout rifles, Randys all day. Uh, Ever since I got Randys that's all I use for scout rifle. Um,
2: I could get Randy's, but I don't like scout rifles enough to get Randy's.
3: <laughs> You're good with the loadout you use. What do you mean?
1: <laughs> uh, so going into season, uh, ne- next season, uh, rumor that they're bringing trials back,
0: and we're having another issue, mine on coding. One second, guys.
3: Just look forward to the, the double XP.
1: Um, so so back to next season. <laughs> I'm uh, so yeah, I'm getting frame rate drop on my end, guys. The uh, CPU's jumping like Streamlabs is uh, freezing up every mm-hmm. couple of seconds.
0: Uh, I think yep. it's
1: uh, I think it's the software that I'm using. I might uh, change it up next podcast now that I know this I doesn't work that well.
3: Um, I saw on a forum they said be careful running uh, like Explorer or Google Chrome or anything like that. I'm or running it, so it off of 60 X264
1: months. right now. Um, oh. So I'm wondering, I, and that was a chain setting. Uh, it was running off of something else and I didn't seem to have an issue so I'm going to change that for next podcast. Definitely. Mm. Um, but going into the future of Destiny uh, as far as content outside of PvP. What is everybody's thoughts on the Season Pass model of things?
0: I mean, I think the Sundial is just another version of the Menagerie. Like, that's what it feels like.
1: I feel like Menagerie, you had more control over what you could uh, get, ultimately. Um, But I do like the Sundial's ability to grab multiple weapons at once as your reward. You know, if you level up your obelisk, you can get up I think it's up to like four weapons what you can pull at one time when you complete a sundial. Um so it I do, kinda
2: makes it like black armory.
1: Yeah, I I do like that aspect um of of being able to pull something multiple times to increase your chances of getting a god roll. Um I don't mind the season pass. Uh my biggest issue from day one has kind of been uh, I feel like they're in this rut of another horde mode, and um, they just change oh, you up mean
2: Destiny's, gameplay? Yeah. Destiny's gameplay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stand yeah.
1: On the I, I like the play. engaging story. I feel that their story and their lore has gotten better, um, but I feel like the game modes that they come out with every season are kind of just another horde mode, and I feel like. They should bring back uh, one thing that I'd love to have for them to bring back is factions. Um Yes. Faction rallies. And I actually have a great fucking idea for that. Um and I figured uh this and uh, we can talk a little bit about Destiny three and then we'll move on to something else. But uh my idea for faction rallies, right? Bring faction rallies back. Okay, you you make uh loot caves, uh or Lost Sectors, as most people call them, uh, relevant again. Because now I find that when I run a Lost Sector, I don't get anything except maybe materials. Uh, the only time I ever run Lost Sectors is if I have to kill a specific enemy type. Yeah, that's pretty much the only time I run them myself. Um, but I think they should bring back Faction Rallies and make Lost Sectors relevant, Uh, make other activities that have become stale and um, stagnant as far as uh, the amount of time that is being played with them, played in those playlists by the community. I think they should find a way to incorporate them within faction rallies. I also think that a new Crucible mode would be interesting, and the Crucible mode that I have, have in mind is a squad based crucible match and what i mean by that is depending on what faction you pledge yourself to okay when you go into matchmaking for crucible you will matchmake against the other two factions because of three factions there's a dead orbit future will recall a new monarchy and so it'd be three teams all playing against each other in a single crucible match
2: Oh yeah, like a big,
1: uh, big team battle. Big? What? Well, not even a big team battle. It just so you could make it uh, four versus four versus four, or even six versus six versus six if they have bigger maps.
3: There's, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of different ways they could actually do that. That's not a bad idea at all. The hard thing would be spawning.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. They could, they they could even possibly
2: double their map sizes. Well, that, and
1: they could probably take some elements from Gambit, where you know Gambit is essentially you got the middle, and then you have uh, your spawn point, and then three different sides. You have three different areas. When you got your spawn point where you spawn in, you got a left, a right, and a and a a forward. And if they incorporated something like that into this squad-based. Uh, Crucible match for faction rallies. I think it would be a very fun, very intriguing uh, chaotic, yes, but I think it would be an interesting new game mode for Crucible rather than your typical uh, supremacy aka kill confirmed, your countdown which is search and destroy, and your elimination slash survival game modes. Um, And then you obviously have domination with control. Um, I hate playing control because it's just it literally, that's all there is. Outside of survival. Um, I'm I'm not a big fan of it. And I don't like playing the rotating matches. Because I don't see. As many. As high of a population in those playlists. Versus going into control or survival. Um, I find that. Unless it's like countdown. Countdown I can typically find a a match pretty quickly. But countdown's not on the playlist every single week. Um, So I think. They do it like Iron Banner. Whenever they do faction rallies, they add this crucial match in, kind of like Iron Banner. And, uh, they can even add quest in. But whatever, uh, whatever, how many, however many kills you get in that match can go towards your, uh, score for faction rallies. Give me one second, guys. want to make sure the video catches up. Um, whatever score you get, uh, For, you know, how many kills you get, that goes towards your faction rally, uh, tribute. And, uh, if your team wins, so if your faction wins that Crucible match, you get an extra bonus, uh, towards your, uh, leveling up your faction, uh, tribute, essentially. Um... So outside of that, going into Destiny 3, does anybody think is going to happen with Next Gen, or do you think uh, Destiny 3 is out of the picture?
3: Well, on what I was looking at from uh, PC Games from Digg, it says, I don't have any good announcements to make about the next bold moves we'll make in the franchise. But he says, right now, our commitment and our attention is to make the seasons that will unfold over the next course of the year interesting and sustained story arc that will keep the players engaged
1: which is interesting it's interesting to me because i'm, I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to arc all these stories together yeah. um you know i i i'm not seeing it yet <laughs> so maybe there's going to be a culminating thing in september because september is typically when we get our next big big expansion yeah and i'd like to see something like that you know some type of taking king type expansion uh whether it happens it happens or not is anybody's guess right now um but i think if they made a destiny 3 i feel like they should keep the new light model
0: and starting from scratch i think they should do dedicated servers
1: a new light free to play model season passing, keep that and i think that they should do dlc's uh, like expansions, uh, and that you can buy, uh, or you can pay a membership fee and get those included, even. Um, and I think they should encompass everything from D one and D two stories, story wise. So like right now, as a new light player, you can go in and grab the Red War uh, story from Amanda Holiday. And grab the Forsaken and the Shadowkeep story from her as well. If you don't have, if you don't have them, but you own the game, um, and I think that'd be cool, especially for those of us who liked D1. Uh, I think it'd be cool to kind of go back and play all that stuff on better graphics and better technology, uh, maybe even a better framework for their uh, their <laughs> game infrastructure as far as their netcode and servers go.
0: I feel um, like Destiny is going to try to do what GTA is doing. Or, like, it's been
2: GTA 5 for a very long time, but they keep adding more and more to it. More, they're, more, they're already yeah. doing that with their live service model, sort of. I mean, that's what these seasons are mm-hmm. anymore.
1: I just feel and like they have... need to be more engaging.
3: Well, with Grand Theft Auto, they keep, like, uh, at least. Up to two weeks to monthly new cars and new little expansions that come out, and the DLC that just came out for um, the casino has so much more like in it. Like there's so many more missions that you can keep doing that keep adding on to that as well. Destiny just needs to find something that they could keep doing as well, like weekly or even like monthly, how they do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I feel that the uh, biggest issue right now with with Destiny is that we have the sundial okay everybody comes in they get everything they 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 need done and for a lot of the players or the 1% i still think it's more than 1% um they they get everything done and then you get to a point where there's no really there's no real um loot that's worth a damn because i feel that at the end of the season especially the artifact um i'm noticing that after the season the artifact's going to reset and every single mod and every armor piece that I have that, that can utilize those, those mods is going to be useless next season. I'm not going to be able to use them for the next season mods. And I feel like they, they need to figure out a way to incorporate the ability to um, allow armor, especially if you're going to reset the artifact, okay, that's fine. All right, But allow the armor to be able to utilize the new artifacts mods, that makes sense. Um. But outside of Destiny, uh, Gav, you had some things you wanted to talk about as far as EA and uh, what you have been researching on them. So uh, take it away.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, This all really started uh, earlier this week. Uh, They had an earnings call with their investors. And uh, if you'll remember back to this time last year, EA actually laid off 350 people of their $9,000 or $9,000, yeah, 9,000 people operation and uh, kind of shutting down operations in both Japan and Russia, it seems. Um, and what's really interesting about this EA story is their stocks go from literally $111 on Thursday, January 30th you go to this monday that just happened monday february 3rd their stocks drop f- about 5% so they go from 111 to 105 per share and it's it's a little conflicting when you look at the other bit of information which is ea made about 1.4 billion dollars in q3 which mm-hmm. is the quarter that just passed because the way their fiscal year is set up 993 million of that is from their live services. Things like ultimate team. Um, Cause that's just a huge cash cow for them. I think FIFA's ultimate team brings in something like $700 million a year in one game mode. It's in one game. It's
1: interesting you say that because I hate Ultimate Team and any game mode. I don't like it. I don't, I especially don't like loot boxes. I don't or surprise Absolutely. mechanics. I don't like the microtransactions, especially in matting type games or FIFA games or your NBA Two K games. And uh, I look at how good those game modes are doing. And then I look at a game mode like Franchise, which is what I, if I'm going to play a game like that, I'm playing Franchise. I love Franchise, whether it's offline or connected Franchise. My favorite game mode, and I feel like every single year, it is shit on. And they either come up with the excuse that they don't have enough manpower and resources to, to do anything about it, or they bring about modes that nobody asked for, nobody wanted. Uh, for example, in Madden 20 this year, they had that... Uh, that new uh was that the two-minute game mode where like you could play yeah. dj Khaled as a quarterback like who the fuck asked for that yeah. like what yeah. i've what i've wanted in in franchise for the longest time it, if you look at a espn 2k5 okay that was my favorite type of franchise mode in any football game in the history of of football games all right uh even even madden uh 05 had a great uh franchise mode like he had the uh uh that uh podcast uh, that had, uh the name is slipping from me, I think it was like the tony uh tony something show um but he would like talk about what's going on in the league in your franchise uh i want a better better broadcast system within franchise mode i want uh i want to when i'm when i'm playing a game and i hear the announcers talking i want to feel like. <laughs> It's evolving I, I don't want the same dry content after three games if that makes sense
2: it's that's a huge uh, I, well I can say that that's a big part of this thing because you and I are somewhat the same in that regards when it comes to playing FIFA, I love the player career and the manager career. That's probably about ninety percent of what I play in those games and it's been neglected for you know the last couple of years I mean granted FIFA did do a story mode called the journey they did that over three games but that's because they were able to recycle all the assets from the first time they did it which was in 2017 i believe so they just continued to recycle assets over and over again and they're going to continue doing it because people that have more money than sense will continue to give it to them Mm -hmm. and and anything else
1: people who like playing these games know that those are the only games available to play when it comes to that genre and they're going to keep buying it
3: Mm -hmm.
1: um you know i like that they added the the afc nfc game or the provo uh this year in madden um i especially like the fact that uh instead of the afc logo and the nfc logo on the helmets it has the actual players teams helmets Mm -hmm. um that I, I thought was a step in the right direction. I think their, their engine, uh, like their scenario engine, I think that's a step in the right direction. But I, I'm tired of steps in the right direction. I, I want to see an engaging, uh, realistic franchise. Um, I'd like to see a coaching carousel. I, I, think, I mean, coaching carousel would be amazing. Um, the last great football game that came from EA, in my opinion, is NCAA 14. Had a great franchise uh, or dynasty, as it was called. Mm. Had a great broadcast presentation. Had a great coaching carousel. I loved coaching carousel in that game, and it would be awesome to play That's Madden and have when the. It, it would. It would be awesome to play Madden and have the ability to have pick your offensive coordinators, your defensive coordinators, mm. and to level them up deeper than what you can currently. It'd be awesome that it's awesome that they added the fifth year contract option for rookies this season, right? But it would be, I feel that there needs to be more options to customize the contracts within the game for people who play with salary cap enabled. Um, I think that uh, offseason is a little dry as far as the media side goes. And I feel like if they added like a, I don't know, uh, when you advance your, your week in offseason, so let's say you're an offseason off season free agency, Uh, during the free agency, if you, like, uh, advance the week, I think they should have, like, a brief little uh, weekly recap, like, podcast-type thing to talk about uh, what's going on. So, for example, if, uh, just throwing it out there because it's a big topic this year, uh, if Brady was picked up in free agency by, like, the Las Vegas Raiders or the LA Chargers, um, I would like to see some stories about that uh, in like a podcast or broadcast ESPN type, uh, presentation, um, I feel that the little ticker, uh, news section that they have, which is really just, uh, Twitter in the game, uh, and their pre-generated random ass fucking, uh, quotes that give no meaning and no context whatsoever, it's just very dry, um, So I I don't even pay attention to it as much as maybe maybe other people do, Um, but I feel like they should have something like that, uh, that really engages player experience as far as what it's like to either own a franchise or coach a franchise, um,
2: in in the NFL. Give me a slide. Yeah, something. You know, like give give me a little slideshow, little picture that looks like a news conference was happening with some text that an article was written or whatever i mean rather than like you're saying just the ticker because i don't pay attention to that yeah no. i see words across the bottom of the screen like what happens when i watch actual sports yeah and i rarely ever read it because <laughs> it doesn't matter
1: um another issue that i have is uh like if i was to take tom brady out of a game and i play Ch- Jarrett stidham instead and I'm speaking in the sense of Patriots because that's all I play. When I use when I when I play um, franchise, I stopped creating teams because the I I don't like the customization options for the created team. Um, I feel that if Jarrett Stidham comes in in the middle of a game and replaces Tom Brady, essentially the goat, there should be an uproar in that broadcast presentation. And be like, oh, and there should be drama within the locker room and 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 assumptions and uh theories as to why Tom Brady was pulled right now when you pull a, co- a starting quarterback and play your backup quarterback in the middle of a game or even throughout the season that that's it that's all that happens yeah. nothing gonna, no, nothing really, really uh, makes you feel like holy shit you just hold your starter, and you're playing this backup quarterback that nobody knows. You know, I feel like uh, more of the underrated players that uh, aren't necessarily starters. Uh, there should be more of a shock and awe type feel uh, within the broadcast presentation side of Madden uh, when you make moves like that. Within, um, but it's interesting that they made that much money off
2: yeah, uh, they made a they made a ton of money in the matter of three months. And the what's unfortunate is it's probably not going to matter because it's most likely going to go to Andrew Wilson and his team of executives. And it's not going to be reinvested into the games, which is really upsetting because there's rumors slash news of Dragon Age Four being in development. Which is a series of franchise that I enjoy. I'm hoping. <laughs> Absolutely, it's a wonderful yeah. franchise. I wasn't uh,
3: impressed with Inquisition. One of my
1: favorite
2: Storyline. Really? No,
1: nope. I, I thought it looked beautiful and I loved it, but I, I did not enjoy it as a, as much as I enjoyed Origins. I didn't even enjoy Dragon Age 2 as much as I enjoyed Origins. I thought uh, hmm. I certainly didn't like the loot boxes that you got in the game. Um, I feel like they try to add these loot boxes to every single game, and it just... It immediately it's it's an immediate churn off for me, for especially single player games. Why are these in here? Why can't I go out and earn that? Why are you making me pay for for shit? You know.
2: And and this is all, uh, this is all to say that Bioware doesn't do what Bioware did last year with Anthem. Yeah, just make a
3: complete stink pile of a game uh, for money. (laughs) well i mean it was a quick game that they made as well so you got to think about that too and for them to make that quick they move on to the next and then Mm -hmm.
1: i mean it wasn't really quick though wasn't it in development for five over five years
2: years? they had years to do it but they
1: they scrapped uh, it at one point
2: and then for a while yeah
1: um when
2: uh which is an issue they need to take this money and they need to buy better leadership for themselves, and
1: they not no not even just company. better leadership. They need to buy leadership that actually gives a shit about the quality and and content that's coming out, instead of just mm-hmm. pushing games out, slapping a franchise label on it because they know people will buy it, and actually making stuff that that people uh fall in love with again. I, I mean, Mass Effect is a perfect example. I absolutely love the mm-hmm. Mass Effect series, and then they come out with Mass Effect Andromeda. And while, the yeah, the game looked beautiful, it didn't capture the audience like the, the original trilogy did because all they did essentially was slap a label on it and said, here you go. We know people are going to buy it because it says Mass Effect. And what happened? We, we haven't gotten a Mass Effect game since. Now, there's rumors that they're coming out with another Mass Effect game. Yes. Yep. Um, well, if they're going to learn from their mistakes from Andromeda, I don't know, because I feel that uh, the, the farther we've gotten in this generation of consoles, uh, the game's quality, as far as love that the games seem to be getting from the developers, um, is not anywhere near what it seemed like in the 360 days.
2: Which, and to be fair, that's what's going on in the AAA industry yes yes i I think you still still see like even like mid-tier and even indie developers i mean that's this is what i mean this is their job this is their life essentially because if their game doesn't sell and they can't get behind what they're producing they don't eat yeah you know um yeah i i I agree 100 percent. there needs to be way more there needs to be more love and care put into uh, projects and products that you're selling to people, which is why the um, the, announced, the announcement of the delay from CD Projekt Red for Cyberpunk 2077 was actually refreshing. Because they're not, they're not going to just throw it out there because we need to, or our stocks will decline. They say, okay, we need to slow down, we need to work on what we need to work on, that way we have a complete and polished product because we don't get, you don't get a second chance at a first impression.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, what else, uh, what else did you want to talk about? Anybody else have anything I wanted to bring up fatal? effect.
3: Uh, just announcement that well, we all are talking about when I was on a uh, PlayStation with some of my friends is the, uh, new consoles that are coming out. Um, one of my friends said that they might think about, I think it was Xbox, might be doing all, so to say, digital games. You're not going to have a disc anymore. So do you think games are going to be coming out like more content as in release, as in updates, so they can get games out faster and keep adding on to it? Or they're just going to be big downloads and they're going to have to advance most of what they're doing by like, as I saw, running the 30 series graphics cards and if they're going to run to the new gen solid state drives and stuff like that. I want to see that.
1: I think the new consoles are going to be um, I hate to say it. I, I, listen I don't give a shit what, what you play. I don't care if you play PC or console. I was an Xbox player for the longest. I actually started out on PC back when Alienware was Alienware. Um, Alienware. Back in like when I was a little kid. Um, then I went
0: to console because Cheaper for me at the time. Um, I didn't buy my own gaming PC
1: until recently, and I'm back in it. And I, I don't, I'm never turn around and look back at a console ever again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I feel like console fanboys are hyping this up way more than it deserves. For one. And I think the people, the casual gamers, are going to be fucked in the end. And what what I mean by that is that I think these consoles are going to go for way more than they're worth. If they're charging anywhere near six, seven hundred dollars for these consoles, because if you look at the but technology it, that's in them, they're better than yeah. the One X, and the One X came out at five hundred dollars. You, mm-hmm. you can't tell me that they're not going to at least start start out at $500.
3: It's going to be the same thing that iPhone does as well. It's just branching out each gen, each gen, each gen. But I do don't
1: think that. the technology within the consoles are going to be... I, I don't think 4K is going to be 120 frames per second, which is... I, I, keep, yes. hearing these, I keep hearing people say That's this, and I, I want people to understand that even a 2080 Ti, all right struggles to get 60 frames a second on triple a titles on, on on max settings and i don't know about you I, I understand you can adjust settings on a pc and change things up to get your 60 frames a second or you know but when i play a game i want as high a frame as i can get on max settings so if i have to drop it down to 1980 uh i'm sorry 1920 by 1080 or or 1440p then that's what i do i just i i that's what I like. I like max settings, and I like being able to see high frames. Now, 4K uh, doesn't really do much for me, um, and I find a lot of people on console. I was one of them. latch onto that, and be like, "Oh, it looks amazing! It looks amazing!" But anybody who's made the jump from console to PC, go back and play console.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tell me if you don't. Tell me if how long you could play it before you feel like you're getting a headache, or you just you can't. Can't look at it because me moves
3: so my, slow yeah my eye strain yeah
1: uh, um
3: can't do it especially switch back to uh playstation most definitely
1: now now don't get me wrong i'd love for the new consoles to come out and and be able to hit 60 plus frames in every single game that you play i don't care if it's 4k if it's even if it's hitting 1440p at, at, uh, at 60 plus frames that should be good enough for everybody um, I think people need to drop this whole 8K shit. I'm tired of fucking here it. It, it. Nothing's <laughs> going to be 8K. I, I don't give a fuck what the Xbox says. The only way to has. even
3: get 8K out of a PC is to they, be running at least two to three graphics cards. And the only way to be doing that is like eight HDMIs and a TV that can handle it. I've yeah, never seen I, it.
1: Just, I don't I don't know why that was even tossed out there. Uh, it's because all these...
3: All these New gen TVs that keep coming out. Even my dad was talking about, why don't we just get you a bigger TV? Well, the refresh rate and for my frames isn't going to be the same.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm running into delay coming again. Coming out yes. can. Little. Give me a second, guys.
3: Play some play a PC oh, on O L D or a Q, and it's not gonna be the same as you running. I don't know, like an Asus monitor or even new, the new Predator gens. Like, mm-hmm. my dad's like, "What are hurts?" I go, "Oh no." <laughs> 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 it's a huge difference, is what it is. I love it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I like I said, I think that uh, the new consoles coming out, I think they're gonna be good for everybody. I just think that people don't. I I think people don't need to set their expectations uh, a little better than what they have been, because uh, I don't think it's going to be the end all, be all. Definitely not going to be PC killers, because PC in response will just advance their architecture and their technology to have better frames, (laughs) better graphics. I mean, they already are, and just you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, you guys are getting SSDs. That's great. Guys are finally come, coming to play with the big boys as far as SSDs goes, um, and that would uh make a lot of things interesting. The console in and of itself,
0: mm-hmm.
3: okay, uh, well, I just think... See some of those videos of the new uh, terabytes that are coming out, up to eighty something terabytes on a hard drive as well. I know that's not SSD, but I want to see that. You know, like I how think... is that really running? What does it perform at?
1: I think the biggest thing that I'd like to see, honestly, this this next console generation is I want to see. If if somebody's playing on console and they want to do crossplay on any game Mm -hmm. that comes out, I think crossplay is much needed.
3: That is very hard on some game servers, though, as well.
1: Well, I I feel that in order to quell some of the fears Mm -hmm. of people in crossplay, because they treat crossplay like it's a big spooky nightmare and it's not. It really isn't. (laughs) It's Um, cool. I think on console you should be able to adjust your FOV. And I think you be able to plug in a mouse and keyboard on any play that's crossplay as long as you're playing in a crossplay playlist i think you and should be allowed to
3: that you hear about as well playing crossplay oh you have a keyboard and a mouse oh you have a keyboard and a mouse yeah i understand that but at the same time like you can adjust settings on a controller as well as a mouse but i don't see much of a difference yeah no it doesn't turn you a keyboard and a mouse does not turn you into
2: one punch man yeah no okay I got superpowers because I wiggle the mouse around. Now, objectively, it is better, but just because something is better doesn't necessarily mean that it's. I, I doesn't think necessarily mean that it's easier to use.
1: I think mm-hmm. the tools at your disposal are better with mouse and keyboard. I think you, if you can train yourself to be a better mouse and keyboard player, then your skill set mm-hmm. can be much higher than you being very good with a with a controller. Uh, I don't yeah. think there's so, such an advantage as to anybody who plays controller is going to get shit on, but anybody who uses mouse and keyboard this is certainly not the case. I, I can play Call of Duty all fucking day long, mm-hmm. and I still get shit on by controller players because I am not the best mouse and keyboard player, and that's the key word in there. I'm not the best, all right? And, and a I lot a of- switch from the, majority the of,
3: controller itself Yeah, the majority a PC controller.
1: The majority of people who play mouse and keyboard are not god-tier players. They're no different than average console uh, controller user. Um, it, it's really just a tier level of skill. Um, you know, We see it all the time in tournaments. It doesn't matter whether you use a controller or mouse. You both can be good. You both can compete <laughs> on the same level.
2: You, you see that in fighting games a lot, too. Um... There's a guy that plays Street Fighter professionally. His name's Punk. He plays on a gamepad. Oh yeah, um, nope. the dude's nasty. <laughs> and you see people with that show up with something like two hundred dollar arcade sticks like this. Oh, I like that. And they just get—he just smokes them because he's learned how he's learned how to do what he needs to do on his, you know, on his selected hardware that he uses. Mm-hmm. Just
3: adjusting your settings to fit yourself comfortable.
2: Mhm.
0: Well, uh is there anything else we uh want to discuss in this week's podcast? Want to do an outro maybe.
1: Yeah? All right. Um what are we thinking about doing next week for our episode? We'll definitely be doing TWAB, for anybody who's wondering. We mm-hmm. I will make sure that the TWAB is a weekly ritual here on this uh, podcast. Ritual. Mm-hmm. Yep, ritual. We're going to summon a demon effect, because you haven't been talking the entire time. The entire time. We're going uh, to summon a demon who's actually going to engage with us the entire podcast.
2: On any sort of gaming news that's going on in the industry?
1: Yeah, sure, um, we can... We can bring some stuff I had, up.
2: I had a topic tonight, but I think I'm going to go ahead and pocket that. And then we'll... Something will happen in the next week.
3: Something's going to happen, you know. And if I see any new releases, like, as well as PC-wise, new things coming out, I do want to talk about that as well. Mm-hmm. They've uh, been coming out with some new stuff, and I see a lot of news of the new gen, so let's see what comes out. All right.
1: Well, uh, we hope you all enjoyed it. Enjoyed it enjoyed the podcast <laughs> our first ever podcast episode and i can't speak a lick of english um i Thank apologize for for tuning in yeah i enjoy, I enjoy the uh or uh, i apologize for all the bullshit uh stutters that have happened throughout this i will try to fix my my software settings to make sure that doesn't happen next week maybe we'll run like a test run of of an episode to make sure that doesn't happen because it seems like it was happening like every ten minutes. Uh, just it the, the video would freeze up. I don't know if it's Discord or if it's uh blobs, but I will do my best to resolve that Slobs. problem. Uh, by next week. Uh, again, thank you everybody for checking our podcast out. Check us out at YouTube, uh, at uh, Extoris Gaming. Uh, you can check us out. At, on Facebook, we have a group on there called Xtoris Gaming. We'll open to anybody. Uh, you can join our Discord, uh, which is Extoris and uh, we're also on Twitter at Um uh You can check me out personally on Facebook at Mr. Check Gaming, and also on YouTube at Mr. Check Gaming. Um, you can catch Fatal and Gav both on YouTube or um, Facebook as well. Um, I'll let you guys drop your guys' link real quick.
2: Uh, the, the link to the group page that I've created is uh, facebook.com slash neon got
3: updates coming to that uh, here relatively shortly actually and uh, just created a new Instagram uh, check out my YouTube my Facebook and as well as my donation page at forward slash fatal x25 x killer
0: what about you effect Got anything? No,
3: I don't got nothing. <laughs> and you guys would love to watch him stream if he did. <laughs> <laughs> I used to stream Just on maker. today. loved it.
1: He's got high skill gameplay that we don't have. alright yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, we will catch you guys next week. Um, hopefully, the same time. Uh, we will see how this whole uploading to Spotify works, um, how long it actually takes, and then we'll set a schedule based off of that. Um thank you for checking out the podcast